0: to quote. That'll that'll what that'll a do. fucking year. What a year. <laughs> what a year. Hello. This is the Science Fiction Rating System, the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. This week, we're not doing the, that. This week, it's the end of the year, and as is tradition, we are wrapping up 2020 and saying goodbye to this most shit of years. I am joined <laughs> to Piss on This Fire <laughs> by <laughs> Alex Humphrey. Hey there! Did have a good Christmas. Oh, it was fan bloody tastic. Thank great. you. How was yours? Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. And mm. Chris Reddin, how was your Christmas? Oh,
1: excellent. Brilliant. Fantastic. Such cool. a great ending to a year.
0: Yeah. Who would have thought that you know? That
1: one more thing happened that we just... No, no one could believe it. Everyone yeah, thought no. everything happened. And that yeah. one just last when you thought massive it was thing over. happened on Christmas Day. Yeah, wow. And the way the aliens <laughs> did them things to us. It was <laughs> just <laughs> insane.
2: Insane. Who knew? Who yeah. knew 2020 would end that way?
0: Mm. So, long-time listeners will know that each year... This is our fourth Christmas wow. special, which is insane. Wow. Um, is that right? Yeah. 17, it? 18, 19, Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's our fourth wow. Christmas special. Oh uh, every God. year, we like to wrap up the year with a few thoughts about what we enjoyed that year, a little look back at the pod, things like that. A bit different this year. We normally do predictions, but obviously that all completely fell apart because nothing happened that was meant to happen. So the predictions no. are all off. Um, but we've got bits and pieces. Yeah. So um, just at the top, it's been one hell of a year, but we're all still here. And I think... Um, yeah. It's been good. I've enjoyed having the pod to do. It's kept me sane, I think, through this year. Mm. It's been nice to have the regularity of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and I've had a few messages to that effect from the audience as well that it was nice to have as a thing to download.
2: So that's good. Yeah, it's a bit like living in a science fiction film, isn't it? 2020.
0: (laughs) It is. It really is, yeah. Um, It's been very strange. I mean, if you listen back to the the episode me and Chris did at the start of the lockdown and... Mm. The sort of unknowns. I think we've come out of it all right because we were were predicting sort of like 28 days later complete (laughs) collapse of society by this point. So (laughs) I think we've done all right out of it. Good. Um, Phew, yeah. But yeah, uh, we're now now up to, this is our 174th episode, I think. Wow. More than that. Uh, 154 hours of podcasts. Woo. it's the first year we've had we've had guests, we've had uh interviews with uh yeah, my expanding the brands and, and um
2: merchandise, real merchandise real is merch, really there. Merch, all sorts um, yeah. going on. So I started taking it a bit Fantastic
1: more stuff. seriously. Yeah. A bit um, more, A yeah. Little bit. Chris I need to, get to get leave my somewhere to go. So Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be. Um, <laughs> I mean, a bit more. You did
2: take it a bit more seriously. I would, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely.
1: <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Well, talking
0: of taking it seriously, let's go <laughs> to you first, Chris, because every year we uh, we choose a couple of things to talk about we've enjoyed from the last year. Mm. I think it's quite slim pickings this year because not a lot came out, but mm. you two seem to disagree with that. But anyway, uh, Chris, what was your first choice of things to discuss from
1: 2020? 2020? <clears throat> well... I was looking for sci-fi films that came out in 2020 and I realised that one is classified as 2020, even though I actually saw it in 2019 at the Cannes oh. Film Festival. Uh, and it's a little one which went under the, the radar. Um, uh-huh. And it's a film called Backaroo.
2: Um
1: oh. I'll send you guys a link. Um, and it's a it's basically a film which has got sort of uh, vibes of uh, a Tarantino uh film and mm. it's about a a village in the uh in Brazil. Uh mm. I might be sp- pronouncing it wrong. B-A-C-U-R-A-U. Baccaro Baccaro mm. um but it's um uh, directed by Kleber Mandoza Philo and Giuliano and it's you're a uh, Portuguese heritage coming
0: through there
1: Chris, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. and uh, thank, thank you for noticing um, and it's it's kind of an alternative sci-fi in the sense of like it doesn't feel like a sci-fi at the beginning it's this little cut off town in the middle of nowhere in Brazil and they get visited by the local mayor who's a sleazebag and uh, it, it becomes uh, apparent that uh, the world is not as it is uh, like uh, capitalism seems to have like gone wild and like their electricity and water is being cut off to the town. And it comes uh, about that the the mayor has basically sold like hunting rights to fat American tourists to come and shoot, the wow. pe- like to hunt the people which are in this area. And well, but great. what the mayor doesn't realize is, uh, in this town's history, uh, it was. I, th- I don't know if it's actually part of Brazil's history, but there was some sort of civil war rebellion that happened in this in this area of Brazil, and apparently the it it started at the, in this town. So actually, this town is. It turns out that these fat Americans that come and hunt them. It turns out that they're messing with the wrong people. Right. Yeah. So then, it, like, it, it's got lots of elements of the like it, just a classic sort of stitch up for mm. them. At the yeah, end it, the picture looks like a western is it a western sort of... it's got a vibes of western, yeah, basically, yeah, like it's a one horse town, and cool. they've got like this little museum in the town where like uh tourists would go, and they'd be all like that. it'd tell the story of like this rebellion it might have happened like in the sixties, and they'd be like weapons on the wall and stuff, and it shows the I don't know if this happened in in Brazil if there was a civil war at all i I don't know, but they definitely had cowboys, so possibly, yeah, and and then, obviously, at the end, when it all when these like American like twats turn up in this town, they go. They obviously go to this museum, and all the weapons have gone. <laughs> 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 and and then it's just yeah, it just turns into a very fun sort of Tarantino esque uh, rump. But I that's highly good. recommend it. And mm. it it's only recently got distribution. I think you can get it on Amazon and iTunes. Uh, but mm. I, I was looking for it for nearly a whole year and it, they eventually got distribution, which is crazy because they, they were in selection in uh, the Cannes Film Festival.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, I'm going to definitely check uh, that out.
2: Yeah, uh, that's uh, really
0: good. Udo, uh, Udo Kier, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Ah, yeah. I like him. He's uh, great and would be a good, um, what's his name, Your brinner substitute. Yes.
1: Is yep. that the kind of role he's playing? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Fantastic. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> good. Nice one. I wasn't expecting that. Good start. That. He's, he's, yeah. Uh, I tried to catch him out and he came with a good <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Brilliant. Uh, Alex, what's your first choice of 2020 stuff?
2: Uh, My first choice is Invisible Man, uh, which was early in the year. Uh, So directed by Lee Wannell, who did uh, Upgrade, which I picked last year, but you technically said I shouldn't have, but I saw it last year, whatever. Um, But no, Invisible Man. So it's basically after Universal's kind of failed Dark Universe reboot, where they tried to update all of the uh, Universal monsters with Dracula Untold and the Tom Cruise mummy they all flopped so badly that they didn't know what to do with the property. So they basically sold it to Blumhouse and got them to do a reboot of the reboot. And this is the first one. And it's just... um, It's got... uh, It's Elizabeth Moss. um, And it is science fiction because of how the invisibility is achieved. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I won't say much more if people haven't seen it, but it is an absolutely brilliant film. It It is actually, I mean, I watched it. Uh, I did watch it on, on a laptop with headphones, which I always think makes scary films more scary because it's more intense. But I, it yeah. made me jump quite a lot of times and it is, it's, it's a very clever um, twist on the invisible man idea because I mean, generally I don't think the invisible man's that scary as a, as a character mm. but what they do is they take it in this direction much more like modern films have it's much more about him being kind of a sexual predator about it and it's really about abusive relationships and about kind of gender war you know kind of like who who has the power in the relationship mm-hmm. and just some of the, the effects are brilliant the performances are brilliant uh the plot is really good plot and it mm-hmm. kind of It really blew me away and I do think it's possibly, it's up there with like The Thing and uh, Carpenters to Fly and Scorsese's Cape Fear is like one of the best remakes I think Mm. ever, like I think it it totally takes this idea, puts it in a new direction, uh, uses all modern technology to make it work and make it feel real. Uh, Yeah and it's just a superb film so if you want Mm. like a really good scary film I'd definitely recommend it.
0: I um I felt when they when they sort of like tell you what's going on, yeah. I was initially like kind of like I thought all oh, this is rubbish, but then what they do is really good. Like in yeah. terms of you know what yeah. what the invisibility is basically, and what's what's yeah. going on is like a really no.
2: And the and the effects are good enough that it kind of works, doesn't yeah. it? And and, and you uh, like Elizabeth Moss is amazing I kind of I think it's sad that she wouldn't she did. She should get an Oscar for that I mean she should have got awards for the performance Mm. it was an amazing performance Mm. and uh, yeah I mean I think he's just Lee Wannell's just a great director Uh, and I mean if this is if this is the way these reboots are going to go if this is the way you know it's kind of interesting what they'll do next if they'll do something with Frankenstein or Mm. Dracula or whatever because obviously yeah the the original Universal ones it's supposed to be Johnny Depp I think was supposed to be the Invisible Man I mean, the Um, thing is, though, like, you can't, the reason they can do this is because the budget for this is, like,
0: nothing, because nothing's going on, Mm -hmm. isn't it? With Frankenstein, something like that, I think you're going to have to go bigger, aren't you? So you take less risks, It's just,
2: I think it's funny to examine that, like I say, that dark universe, to examine and watch those, to watch those two films and see how they're really desperately trying to set up this Marvel thing, these crossovers. They bring in um, Russell um, uh, uh Mr. Hyde, mm-hmm. Dr. Yeah. Jackal, and you can see them trying so hard. And have you it's seen that of lot, amazing so photo badly. that they
0: did for, was it for Entertainment Weekly or something like that, and they're all in their suits?
2: Oh, no. Like when they launched the
0: Dark Universe, and they've got, like, Russell
2: Crowe and Depp, and they're yeah. all sat
0: around like, you know, this is the, the, yeah. the edgy Dark Universe. <laughs> yeah, no, it
2: must have lost them so much money. I mean, mm. it's kind of, you know... It's impressive they recovered, and I think this film probably would definitely help them because I think it was a, quite a big
1: success. Have so. you seen it, Chris? No, no. I was. I, was, I think I've seen. I've, yeah, I need to check it out. Worth we'll a watch. So, yeah, it yeah. was. It was
0: yeah. a tough. I watched it not long after COVID started, and it was a tough watch because it was so scary. <laughs> I was kind of a bit freaked out anyway at the time. But um, yeah, but you don't cool. like scary films, do you? No, Sam? no. Well, that's no. no. But I've, that's that. I can cope with that more. Like yeah. Less gore, more psychological stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Interesting. Yeah, really good. Mm. Fantastic. Cool. Um, right, let's have my <sighs> first choice and then we'll go for breaks. So and my first choice is Bill and Ted Face the Music, <laughs> which we talked about Bill and Ted a lot this year. With, mm, yeah. haven't we? Mm, uh, yeah. we watched Bogue's Journey, didn't we? We watched this on the year before. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, have either of you seen this? No. I didn't. No, I didn't get round to it. So my expectations were rock bottom because the trailers are awful mm. and you know what can you expect from this but surprisingly it's not a brilliant film but it's a lot better than you'd expect mm. Um, mm. it starts a bit rough like the idea is that like it's the kids of Bill and Ted mm. who are like they are Bill and Ted are losers they've not yeah. actually not saved the world so they're so playing they like, woke weddings, kids. like that Mm. Yeah, it's their woke kids, but the the kid like it's really weird. The first five minutes look like a wedding, and I was like, I hate the kids. <laughs> but then after that, they're really, really good. Like they're really, they really sell that character, and they're really like mm. not annoying. They really just are Bill and Ted again. Mm. Um, oh, okay. And it, but like it's quite so you've got like Bill and Ted, and then there's like evil Bill and Ted who are who are really. There's just a lot of really good set pieces. With I mean, Keanu Reeves isn't very good in it because. As everyone knows, he can't act, unfortunately. <laughs> I think... I don't know if it's because he's older, his like, dynamism's gone a bit, but he felt very flat. Mm. But Alex... Um, Winter? His name. Is it? Yes. It's
1: always a bit awkward when they're trying to play characters which oh, they did in their youth. Though, yeah.
0: Right? Well, I mean, it is, but they do. But the fact is they have age, so it is really good. And, like, and Alex Winter, he's brilliant in it. He's really good. And you can sort of tell that he's been waiting his whole... Since the last one yeah. to play this part
1: again. He's well, probably been lobbying... Yeah. Keanu for well, some He years, did a, right? Well, he
0: was a director, wasn't he? I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not he's actually successful. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't need to do it. He's really successful okay. as a director. Um but no, he's just he just they're both having good, like, good loads of fun in it. They're really good. Death's back in it again. He comes back oh, in okay. like and there's a lot of having just watched Bogus Journey, there's lots of little callbacks that are really good. And it's just it's just good fun. Like it doesn't not all the jokes land. There's a bit when they go into the future, it's a bit slow. But as it all mm. comes together towards the end, it steamrolls towards the end, and the end they put on a concert. And it's very cheesy, but again, in the pandemic, it's just what I wanted. Was this big sort of? <laughs> they play this song that unites the world. You hear the song that unites the world, and it's like this yeah. big, you know, death down bass again and stuff like that. And there's a yeah. bit of embarrassing DJ and stuff going on, but it's just it was just really like pleasant and just nice to see, like because everyone knows Keanu Reeves is a nice bloke. I think uh, yeah.
2: apparently Alex wintry as well, and it just seemed like a very sort of nice sort of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big question, if for, for long term listeners of our podcast, <laughs> the big Bill and Ted question is: Do they say the fag word they, three times? No. Because it's once in the first <laughs> film, twice in the second film. So theoretically, they should say it three times. No, yeah.
0: no, I waited for that as well, and they did not say that no, at any point. Okay. No, it's uh, so a callback. They were they were prepared to do. No, <laughs> uh, no, it was um, it was just a pleasant surprise, and I would say I'd say watch it. It's a very short. Um, and it's not demanding of you time, so it's definitely worth a watch. Just don't expect much, but like, but yes, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, especially having because we've seen them so recently as well. I think you'll get more out of it knowing so much about. Okay. and Ted, there we go. Mm. That's my first choice. Good. Right. Let's have a little break and then come back with a Christmas mailbag. Mm-hmm. Phrase. Yeah, you haven't been doing them, have you? <laughs> uh,
2: so, first of all, let's go all the way back to June. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I hope this person didn't ask a question or something. Like... Well,
0: I felt sorry for this one because I've not but there's a few that I've left out, not many to be honest. But Someone who was having a real hard time in lockdown. No, it just, I am like sorry. this bloke, uh, Kim, Kim Saxty, contacted us on Facebook. I didn't even know we'd got a message box on Facebook you could look oh, in. Oh, wow.
1: That's typical. It always happens.
0: And I found it anyway. And um, it just, it's only a short one. Just started listening to your podcast, enjoying it so far, up to episode five. By now, you might have caught up to where we are, but you never, never know. Uh, even though I would disagree with a lot of the list. Everyone yeah. says that. Oh, yeah, everyone says um, that. And he says. We disagree about... with a lot of the list, so it's no we surprise. Well, we do, but it's science, you can't argue with it. Yeah, can you, really? it's true. It's true. He says, How about a Philip K. Dick themed episode? Because uh-huh. um, he's still in the three episodes. series. Oh, he
2: still link. thinks we're doing three at a time. Wow. So,
0: first of all, <laughs> spoilers, that's not real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, uh, Do Blader in 2019, spoilers, we can't do that because we only do films that have been out for five years. So, yeah, no. Sorry, 2049. Um, but Philip K. Dick films. Uh, are there any we've not done yet that aren't Blade Runner?
2: Uh, uh, yes. got to be. Um, adjustment the Bureau. One, Paycheck. Sc- uh, Screamers or something? Screamers. Got... Yeah, that one. That's terrible.
1: Let's do Paycheck. Adjustment Bureau is pretty bad as well. Yeah.
2: Oh, God. Adjustment I don't even think that's sci-fi. Isn't that something to do with their hats? They wear hats to go through the portal. sci-fi, though. Yeah, I think it's uh, technical. It's, it's just fucked. Oh, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Are
1: saying Adjustment Bureau, Oh. Yeah, but there might have to be a tentative pop because I'm not. So I'm not absolutely. I sure think about
2: that. I think their hats let them go through portals. It's not magic. Though, it, says, is it? it says science fiction,
0: romantic thriller. On on. Yeah, pages. I saw that. That was terrible. Yeah, we'll, we can do that. We'll do that anyway. Or I mean, I I quite like paycheck. <laughs> I don't remember paycheck. <laughs> it's the one with Jack on the train. Paycheck.
2: Oh, where it's something is the bomb? Is it that one? Yeah. Oh no, hang
0: on, it's not. That's a different film. Yeah, I was going to say it's not that. <laughs> I don't know what paycheck is. What's that film I'm thinking of? But you know, going for back in time yeah. on a train.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that film? That's a great paycheck. film. Yeah. God, no
0: paychecks of cool. John Woo film starring Ben Affleck. I've never seen this.
1: Ooh, this oh, this is bad.
2: Maybe we should do that. <laughs> that sounds bad too. What the hell am I thinking of?
1: You're thinking, uh, yeah, you're thinking the Jake Gyllenhaal on a plane, on a train one. On a train. On a train. What's, a train. What's it yeah. called though? I don't know. But Jake's, on a pla- Jake's on a train. Jake's on a train.
2: Jake's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's got that great ball thing in it. In, out of uh, Chicago, That really. film uh, has one of the. It had one of the most effective Source product placements. Source code. Source yeah. code. Yeah. yeah. In the beginning of that, he sits down. There's a Dunkin' Donuts bag on his table, and I literally I was watching that film, and I said to Fiona, my wife, I was like, "Oh, I really fancy a donut," and she was like, "You do realize that there's a Dunkin' Donuts like on that on the table, like you've literally just, <laughs> just just like you've, you've been just been affected. Placed. you've been product placed, it's worked." I was like, "Oh my god, it did work." This yeah. looks
1: terrible. This paycheck one. Well,
0: there we go. I think we'll watch paycheck. we it before. <laughs> we'll all watch that one. Brilliant. No. Cool. Uh, next, uh, this is from friend of the pod. Anna, a few weekends ago, I had to spend a couple of days in hospital. It was quite a sad time, no visitors and all that, and I was feeling down. So I put on the podcast, the Cloverfield episode. It's a good one, I think. Always And it gave me a good laugh and really did make things seem a lot better. So thank you for that very much indeed. All better now, by the way, from Anna. Oh, good. Thanks, Anna. Hey, Anna. Yeah, thanks. Keep listening.
1: She's a big fan. uh... She's a super fan. She's a super fan. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good, good, <laughs>
0: good. Speaking of super fans, I've
1: been in touch with Colin. Nice. Who's, uh,
0: oh,
2: brilliant! Long, How is it? We've not
0: heard from him in a
1: while, have we? No. no. I think we might have no. had a go at him at some point, and yeah, uh, feel bad.
2: He's, he, he only listens to shows that involve the Predator, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for us to do AVP two. Yeah. Oh, he, went, he went on a mad binge, and I think he watched like all the Star Trek films
0: back to back. Right. Um, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've done that recently. Yeah, he was definitely messaging a lot about them. Anyway, Aww, um Colin. So he's uh he just put in a Christmas Christmas cheer for Space Keep up the good work, guys. You've been Aww. doing great, and even when you're wrong, which is a lot, I still enjoy your content.
2: Okay. Well, thanks. He Colin. has
0: said which is weird this is. Also, have you guys ever thought about expanding out of films with books and video games? I remember mm. Chris getting real excited about some AI film, X machina maybe. <laughs> um anyway I mean we all were you particularly excited about that, Chris? I think we all kind of enjoyed that books. bit. Didn't we? I'm a he's not listening listen properly Colin anyway uh, the things he loved the most about it made me think at the time he would love Detroit Become Human have you played that Chris?
1: No. never even heard of that no no
2: fucking shite no. <laughs> classic classic Colin interactions so he's it's rubbish <laughs> what well,
1: that's the uh, name of that's what it's called yeah Detroit
0: colon Become Human it's like um, do you remember Heavy Rain on the PS3 it's like oh yeah one, one of those
1: like story games it's oh, always mm. bad Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas to all three of you and a Happy New Year. <laughs> we could do we could do books and games, but I don't own a game console, and, and I can't, I don't, I can't, I don't can't read, read fiction. Yeah, somehow. I can't
2: read that quick. Yeah. Like, I, I, it I takes me ages to get through mm. a book. Well, I mean, Sam would a, have to do books on his own basically. Sam, could if do a little, little book, book one.
1: corner
0: section. I I mean, I me and Lucy have been trying to spin off a, a book one for for years, but we're just too lazy. You could do a book a month, I think. Where you said like go and read a book a month yeah. and come back. <sighs> Maybe one day, Carl, short maybe stories. One day. Maybe short stories. And and video games, no. But the, but may maybe one day in the future, video game films might be a thing that we've had discussions about that in the past. So. Yeah, yeah. There've been talks. There've yeah. been talks. There have <laughs> been talks. Um, he also asks for a film, but weirdly, he asked for the exact same film as somebody else. Oh, uh, here's Terry who got in touch. And touch. Hi Terry, and said, "Just a suggestion for a film I've never seen, but I'm intrigued by what I've read about it, so I'll be watching soon." Probably destined for the lowest section of the list, but that doesn't matter. I liked How the Duck, after all. Would be interested to hear your review. <laughs> I've actually cut off the film, but the film is Galaxy
2: Quest. Ah, nice. oh, Galaxy Quest. Cool. Yes, yeah. Which, we've been. We're going to do. I that? think we. Yeah, yeah we, we mention, mention it as well. A lot. So. Yeah, we mention it a lot as well, don't we? We, we talk do, about yeah. it. Let's do so, it. I yeah. don't like it, and you too do. I think isn't that the? Uh... I remember liking it. Yeah, yeah I
1: remember liking it.
0: So yeah, we'll uh, watch that anyway. Thanks for that double yeah. recommendation, there. Cheers, guys. Right, and finally, uh, this we've got this one from uh, Itchy the Wookie. Oh,
1: that says, uh,
0: "I love the podcast, although we get episodes a little late out here on Kashik."
1: Yeah,
0: my mm. grandson Lumpy has a birthday coming up, <laughs> and I was wondering <laughs> if you have any merchandise opportunities that I can take advantage of. Well, mm. Itchy, you're Whoa. in luck. Whoa,
1: hey, you'll have because to go to we, the trader. And get
0: the yeah, train. go to the store. <laughs> That's <dorm>. true, yes, <laughs> see your local trader, but he will set you up at mm. uh, science fiction rating system. com. Mm. where there's a whole range of new merch for you to buy there. How wonderful! Yeah. Be careful that. of the mugs,
2: isn't there a no problem with the mugs? Yeah, yeah,
1: well, yeah, yeah
0: the mugs. I don't want to go on as mugs, don't buy yeah. a mug. Yeah. Yeah. But the shirts yeah. and stuff look fine, yeah. Um, yeah. and the, the, the shipping is more reasonable and on offer all the time, so yeah, uh,
1: yeah. but itchy would yeah. understand that because uh, he's from a franchise which is over merchandised. So, it's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 You'll probably be grateful to get something that's not Star Wars. This yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True.
0: All whittled. Yeah. All whittled. Yeah. All cool. Whittled. Thanks, Itchy. Well, that's the mailbag. Uh, Cheers, Itchy. Thanks, yeah. Itchy. And Merry Christmas to all our listeners. And and yeah, yeah, get in touch. Test films to watch in the new year. Sciencefictionratingsmagmo. dot com. Sci fi rating on everything. Get in touch. So, yeah. We love we love interaction. Say hello. Slaggers off. Yeah, yeah we're know. ready for it. Yeah. Right, let's have another quick break and then do our second choices.
1: Choices. Chris. What is your second choice of 2020 media? Uh, I've got to say it because it's pretty much one of the only movies I've been to the cinema for this year, and it's Tenet. Ah. Uh, um, okay. And I bit saw bit it left. at Alex's uh, cinema. You did? Yeah, you did see it at my cinema. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anna and I went along, and we um, couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> My fault.
2: <laughs> um, I told you before you went in that that wouldn't be my fault. Yeah, so and I was hugely I confused.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, not go, not being a sci-fi goer herself too much, but um, I was, I, you know, I was just about holding on to what was going on. Um, but I, we did a bit of a spoiler cast on this anyway. Yeah, this movie, yeah. but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've all we've all chatted about it. We've all heard about it. We've all hopefully been to see it, I guess, because it, it was the only thing on for a few months. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it didn't save cinema, did it? It was supposed to save cinema. I mean, the interesting no. thing to go off this is the fact that, obviously,
0: next year, it seems like cinema is, like, if not on the verge of collapse, on the verge of change, because <sighs> yeah. Warner Brothers have come out, well, not this week, a few weeks ago in your time, and said that their entire slate of films next year are going straight to streaming, which... Mm. Yeah, interesting. Wow. Is Insane. that
2: worldwide, though, or is that, like...
0: I think it's just in America at the minute, and I yeah. think they're seeing how Wonder Woman does and mm. thinking about and how the world does in terms of COVID, I suppose, and seeing what mm. happens there on. But, yeah. Um, yeah it's quite
1: I mean, funny because see... some film festivals were, like, stopping this, including streaming stuff, so they're going to have to change. Well, it. yeah.
2: And also you can see how if you put it out there on a 1080, you know, HBO on 1080 amazing copy... Mm. on this internet online service and then you try and release it in a cinema in another country, I can imagine maybe someone might pirate that quite quickly and it may oh, appear yeah. So yeah. then you're kinda of killing you're killing your own product and you're killing it in any other country as well. I, I mean thought. I
0: think the thing that's going on is HBO Max, which is what they're showing it on, is a is a failing service. So they're propping that up. For oh, one thing. Okay. But yeah. two, I am th- pretty sure that is not a four K service, so it won't have uh, a crystal clear oh. a bit of 1080p copy coming out. Yeah. And thirdly, it's clearly, clearly an experiment because they know, like America's very, not going to be right by the summer, is it? No, no. They've got to do something to stop the fact they're going to have this big pileup of blockbusters in 2020. They've got to start releasing stuff. And so they're probably thinking, why not? Because again, they're going to come out in cinemas as well. Why Mm. not give it a go? Mm. See how it works. It's a bit, it's a bit
2: worrying though, I think. Well, yeah, especially um, if I mean, like you say, by this point, Disney may have replied on what they're going to do with Marvel and with their big, big slate of films. Yeah, because they've already they already put stuff out uh, in on Disney over Christmas that would have gone in, like things like Soul that was supposed to go to cinemas, yeah. and, it, and it, it it's bypassed cinemas. Yeah, and yeah, it is worrying. I mean, it is worrying. But then again, the whole um, the way that cinemas mainstream cinemas were working was that they were basically, they made all their money on these huge releases, stuff like Tenant, which came out at Christmas, at Easter, at some, a Summer Break, uh, and they made all their kind of money on that film, and then they lost, the rest of the year, they were losing money on the smaller things. Yeah. So as a model, it wasn't the best model. Um mm. I mean, it doesn't mean that this is a better model, obviously, but I think things yeah. do need a bit, it's going to cause I mean, a shake-up. Yeah. I don't think any of us are going to cry if like,
0: all the cine worlds go out of business, or whatever. But what I no, I don't all, want yeah. like nice cinemas to go. Yeah. But I also I like to go to a big IMAX screen and see a yeah. big
2: film on a massive screen. And mm, if that yeah. went
0: away, that would be.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, you're, you're just it, yeah watching. Wonder Woman is a great example watching Wonder Woman on your TV or your laptop is not going to be the same experience as seeing it in a cinema however good or bad the quality of the script and the acting is the spectacle of the cinema with that kind of film it just Mm. it it elevates those films Mm. 10 points straight away it's better because it's bigger louder it's more more entertaining strange times isn't it yeah 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 it'll all be like you say it'll all be what happens next year and how because also the other thing you think is if these big ones don't do as well
0: no matter where they are, does that mean that that tier blockbuster goes away and like m- more of these Marvel films exist on a kind yeah. mid-tier? Yeah, I don't happened? know. Very yeah, odd.
2: Anything, yeah, anything
0: could happen. Yeah. Anyway, um, Chris, yeah, the that, tenant that was not what I thought you were going to talk about, but fair <gasps>
2: enough. Alex, what's your you know, no, no? But before we go away from Chris, oh, sorry, uh, yeah. What Chris should talk about is the sci-fi comedy series that he had out this year.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know we had to we could talk about anything.
2: Well, you can talk about that Chris. like. Yeah. Give yourself a push, give yourself a plug.
1: Yeah, well, during lockdown I made a little sci-fi comedy um which was uh about a it's called At Home with Botty and uh it's about a washed-up ex uh, <laughs> science presenter who um kind of goes a little bit um mad in his seclusion, uh which was kind of mirroring uh What we were doing in seclusion uh, and uh, art imitated life. And I made a series of YouTube comedies about a man who uh, is living in his robot. They won an award, didn't it? Recently, yeah, won an award uh, at the London Short Series uh, uh, Festival, which is a really good little festival about Mm. uh, mainly showcasing uh, web series and online content made Mm. by people. It's very funny,
2: and we're both in it, aren't we, Sam? Kind of briefly, yeah, brief cameos. (laughs) Yes, you
0: are.
1: Um, I forgot about that. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You, that's, you'll still check it out, can't you, on YouTube? Still it's check it
1: out. It's on my website. It's on YouTube, it's uh, At Home With Botty. You'll find it on all the... I think Facebook is the main spot to watch it. Nice. And more to come from you next year? More to come. That's actually a spin-off of a larger project, which we'll be shooting Ooh. next year. Nice. Ooh.
0: Nice. Mm. Alex, no projects for you to report? No. 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 That's okay. But, I don't But mind. you've
2: got... Uh, I've got a second thing. You've got a second choice. My second choice is Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, oh, oh, God. which God. I saw I in cinemas. Uh, I-, I bloody loved it. I mean, uh, it is. It, uh, we went because oh, my son, he really likes Sonic. And I like Sonic. I mean, Sonic Boom is a great TV show, if people haven't seen that. Sonic X is an insane TV show, if you want to see that. Is this, but, um, is this like because you've got a kid? Uh, I-, I was interested in it anyway, I have to say. I mean, right, especially... Okay. Because of all of the whole the whole thing where they released the designs and everyone went mental and hated them, mm. and then they rushed away and redesigned the whole of the character. Mm. I was kind of I was intrigued whether what would happen with that. Uh, but yeah, fundamentally, I went with it because of my son. He wanted to see it. But mm. you know what? It's an entertaining film. Uh, it's got it's got a nice lots of references to Sonic in it. I think. The, the concept is basically that Sonic came through a portal from his world and he's now stuck on Earth. And this is quite good. In the beginning, it's quite good because he's basically in seclusion, hiding. Mm. And he basically spies on the town and the main character, James Marston, who's a local cop. And he kind of lives his life vicariously through observing this little small town. Mm. And there's this great joke that the, the town kind of drunk maniac. Uh, basically has said all along there's been this like creature but it's just sonic but he actually like he, he was right it was this little creature um but anyway he reveals himself and the government get involved and uh jim carrey as dr robotnik comes out to capture sonic and it's proper it's good to see jim carrey back to that kind of ace ventura the mask kind of a bit unhinged you mm. know it's, it's a good performance he's enjoying he's, himself yeah, he's enjoying himself. There's quite a good special. There's some good special effects, good robots, good designs. Um, How do they explain the, Sonic's love of rings? Uh, <laughs> the the rings are what he uses as portals to get back and between uh-huh. the worlds. Don't you think so they should have done it, it, it where it. like he was like a small time thief stealing gold rings? He got like a <laughs> yeah. they could have done that. Be a good yeah. No, but it, uh, it's good fun. I mean, it is a kids' film, but it is good fun, and uh, it's definitely it, the credits are amazing because they basically the credits are done progressing through all of the Sonic the Hedgehog video games graphics wise. Right. So they're really is some really cool credits, uh, and they do this nice little. I mean, setup when you're saying the, the
1: credits are good, the best bit.
2: I'm not saying it's the best <laughs> bit. I'm just saying if you're a fan of the game, that's okay. uh, yeah. yeah. But no, good fun if you you know if you can suspend your. Uh, disbelief and it is a kids film I'm not going to say it. it's not an adults mm. film for kids but yeah mm. just a good little especially around Christmas or New Year you want something like. I might try and watch it with my niece that's my niece yeah. to watch it I think give it a go It is one point where they give uh, Sonic his trainers the, the trainers and the trainers are so cool and it really annoys me because <laughs> they do exist but they're like thousands and thousands yeah they're really cool though um, but yeah no good fun I enjoyed it yeah good cool
0: um My third choice of the year, sorry, second choice of the year, is Colour Out of Space. Have either of you seen this?
2: No, I didn't get round to
0: it. I've got it. I haven't seen it yet. So this is, uh, I mean, uh, it's directed by Richard Stanley. Do you remember that name, Richard Stanley? The director of Island of Dr Moreau.
2: Yeah. Mm. And uh, I think this is the first film he's made since then, isn't it, I think? I'm pretty sure. I think he collaborated on writing something with someone. Because right. there was a big thing about the fact that he was he had co-written it, but no, I don't think he's directed anything since since then. No, yeah, so he's
0: back, and you can tell it's him. It's got a lot of um, you, know, you know animatronics and gory sort yeah. of exploding yeah. a- animals. It's uh, I watched it because Nicolas okay. Cage was in it, and his uh, Mandy, which was my favourite film a couple of years ago, this is sort of billed as like another one of those. Yeah, it's really not that at all. <laughs> it's uh, from a Lovecraft short story. Um, no doubt been filmed before at some point. And the idea, basically, is this, this colour, this thing that arrives from space, of a particular colour that, that sends you mad if you see this colour, and it's, like, ecologically affecting the area around where it's landed and this family who lives out there. Um, and it is... It's not a great film, but it's got... It's got a really good look to it. Like, the way they do the colour and stuff like that, it's its very much like a, you know, a modern film done with a lot of, like, After Effects sort of yeah. stuff. But well, um, Nicholas Cage isn't very good in it. He's mm. way over the top. Um, but there's some good, like body horror. Um, one of Cheech and Chong's in it. I Can't remember which no. one. I think I think it's Chong, uh, basically wow. playing himself, like this stoner in the woods who just. <laughs> there's a whole like 50 minute sequence where he just talks about how great weed is, and he's wow. everyone's gonna have weed, and weed's wonderful. Very weird. Uh, weird. The weirdest cast is Jolie Richardson is the, oh. is the female lead in it, which is very odd. I've not seen her in no. years. Um, no. And she has a pretty gruesome death. But no, I mean, I think, Alex, you'd, you'd really like it, I think. Yeah, no, is... I've, I just
2: haven't watched it. I do have it, but I just haven't got round to it.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. I, I like this It's this Nicolas Cage sort of renaissance of Nicolas Cage. Of, like, he's still making lots of terrible films. Yeah. Yeah. But there's little snippets that come through
2: and they're a bit better. Like, he, he's really bad in this. He's really overacting it. But yeah. it, I don't know, it kind of works. And just... He's, he's got to be careful, though, hasn't he? Because he's right... Nicolas Cage is right on the edge of becoming like not fun anymore mm. because something like jujitsu yeah. is very, it's kind of the we're in this kind of self-aware Nicolas Cage arena where he's they're almost asking him to be unhinged Nicolas Cage and that's no fun the thing is though like uh, yeah I think you're right and I think that that the industry is
0: is moving towards trying to make him into some sort of postmodern hero, but yeah. he's just still very desperate for money and will make anything. Yeah. So that is kind of resisting yeah. this sort of uh, overplaying. I mean, like, I, I mean, yeah. really, he just he just got like. Have you seen Mandy? Either of you? No, I haven't seen that either. I mean, she, Mandy is absolutely brilliant, and yeah, I mean, he's 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 still not he's not particularly good in that, but it really suits him. Yeah, and you know, Nicolas Cage in leather jacket killing people is. Is Nicolas Cage and what you want? Yeah, so that's what you it want, works. Yeah. And I think he's just, that's, he got very fortunate that everything sort of, yeah, it's at the right place there. Isn't he making a, a thing, though, where he's up like
2: playing himself, like, like Jean-Claude Van Damme did? So, yeah, I think hmm. I read as well, he's doing a history of swearing, a TV show on Netflix. Yeah. Again, it could you're be. You're right, good. it's going gonna, it's gonna to go off with the end, isn't it? Yeah. It kinda, it it's kind of getting
1: to the point where some of these people are like, they're being wheeled out and yeah. sort of taken advantage of in some ways, like by the industry. I don't know. Mm. It's like, it's getting a little bit X factory isn't it?
0: A bit. The difference in Nicolas Cage's though, is because he's got that big tax bill, he right. has just been making literally anything mm. and all give him for the last yeah. 15 years, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying, like I think you're right. And Hollywood are trying to exploit him like that, but at the same time he's still going, No, I'll go make Jiu Jitsu, I'll go and make go do. Mate, whatever, because yeah, yeah. he's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's do gonna, it, yeah, he needs yeah. the money. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's anyway, true. yeah, not great, but again an interesting one to watch. And just you know, keeping tabs on Nicolas Cage really was the reason for that one. <laughs> um cool. So, um I don't know if you if you've got a favourite thing you watched this year. I of you you two you've got a thing well, you like, really enjoyed? Or a non sci fi thing.
1: Could be anything really because it's such a. I've a been week, loving yeah. the new Mandalorian and I've been. Oh yeah, um, I okay. think we
0: should do a show on the Mandalorian when it ends. I think we should do yeah. a spoiler cast yeah.
1: on it. And I've been not hating the um, the Star Trek Discovery, not really hating that. I totally hated Picard. Yeah, mm. that was utter garbage.
0: Um, Discovery through season three, I've seen any of it. it mm. Is it? Have they jumped again? Is it a new thing or what? They're like it's in the easy, extreme
1: future, so like right, they've on. introduced some new technologies and things which are quite interesting, right? Hmm. Uh, but I mean, again, I don't, they're, they're being quite. They're being more Star Trekky about things, okay? Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Okay.
2: Hmm. Alex, uh, two things I saw that aren't sci-fi that were brilliant. A film mm-hmm. called the Ho- uh, film called Host. Which is a horror film, which is all basically takes place on a Zoom call. Have you just reviewed uh, that? Oh yeah, I heard about yes, that. Yes, yeah, yeah. it. Yes, yes. Is it is brilliant. It's I so watch that, good. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from Chris's series, it's the best thing to come out of lockdown. It's very, very, very clever, very original. Uh it's especially if you watch it on headphones on a computer. Mm-hmm. It scared the crap out of me. It, it's very <laughs> well done. And it's very everyone in it's really realistic. And it just it's like it's a, pr- a proper logical progression from Blair Witch to Paranormal Activity to this. It's it's using current technology and just really cleverly making upping the horror out of what is so kind of we're all so used to Zoom calls and it's it's very well done. Um cool. and oddly, the other thing I got obsessed with was Cobra Kai. Um <laughs> The karate it, kid. Like it was it's on, on YouTube, yeah basically yeah. it was on YouTube first and then uh, Netflix bought it, and they all went on to Netflix. So I basically binge watched. Uh, I binge watched first series and second series. But what I actually I was so into it that I stopped during the first series to rewatch Karate Kid. <laughs> then I rewatched Karate Kid two and Karate Kid three because basically it's so it's so intertwined with the films that mm-hmm. you really almost need to. If you watch the films, you get so much more out of the series. It's it's a really really well done. It's almost like an expanded universe of like what happened to these characters. It's really good references in it. It's really interesting because it's basically the, it's Ralph Machio uh, Machio's Daniel DeRusso, and then it's the other guy. Oh, guys. he's actually in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually <laughs> oh, Ralph Machio is actually Daniel DeRusso. Russo. Um, so basically, the setup is that after uh, he won the karate tournament, he got married. He set up a car dealership where he gives everyone a bonsai tree when they buy a car. (laughs) And he's like a real local hero. Everyone loves him. He's got kids. And then uh, William Zabka, who's Johnny Lawrence, the baddie from the first film, the blonde baddie, he comes back to town. He's complete washed up drunk, terrible relationship with with his son. And he ends up getting in like with Mr. Miyagi. He gets into a fight saving this boy. And the boy is like, oh, you know karate? I wish you'd teach me. So he basically sets up a Cobra Kai dojo and starts mm. training people in Cobra Kai. So it flips almost like Daniel Ru- like Daniel Russo is the baddie away yeah. and Johnny's like the goodie. And it's really cleverly done and it brings back loads of the characters from the films and it references the films. And it's like half of it is this kind of teenage drama and half of it, there's loads of good fighting in it. And it... it yeah, I would say give it a go and if and then if you like it, watch the karate kid films and then you know, then you get so much more from it. But yeah, I just I just became obsessed with it. I loved it. Fair enough. So yeah. Um
0: yeah, I had no films I really liked. Um I've actually got one I wanna call out for being bad. Westworld, which I was still watching. The third series oh. of that was some of the worst television I've ever seen. Oh wow. And uh still very annoyed by that. Because it's a real squandering of a great idea. Oh. Um and the best TV I saw, I had a look at the stuff I was watching. It really wasn't a great year for anything. But I thought what we're doing in the shadows, the second series of that. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, I liked um, that. I would have seen that. It, no, it kept the good. quality
0: up from this first series. I find that um, I found
1: the first series like kind of really dragged after a while because it was like, Yeah, we get what this is.
0: I don't think <laughs> you like the second series then. I mean it does it, it the plot changes <sighs> yeah. a bit because obviously yeah. you've got like the, the yeah. Van Helsing the, the, the yeah. big guy Guillermo is a mm. vampire hunter.
2: Um but no, I just it just I loved it. It's really uh, yeah. The one already, with yeah. uh, the one where he, uh, one with Mark Hamill, was really good. Where he, yes. <laughs> where he goes and have this whole, uh, what's it? Has a whole new life, doesn't he? Running a bar yeah. and stuff. That's really funny. Mark was really, brilliant in that one. He's yeah. so good in that, isn't he? Yeah. I didn't even know it was him. That's. Like, it was one of those ones where I didn't know it was him until he's like when a they, rival they, vampire. Well, they make a very obvious Star Wars reference, and I was a bit like, "Oh yeah. my god, it is actually him!" But yeah, no, I thought it was a really good series. It was, it was good also quality. the one with Jermaine in it when they go to like
0: the big. You know, like the show thing, and they to
2: catch out. oh them yeah yeah that's nothing quite as
0: good as the last episode of the first series though. with no. the, the Skype call Wesley Snipes that is one of the <laughs> oh, funniest yeah. things on TV I've seen in years. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, yeah, So that was that year. Right. That's this year. Let's forget this year because it's been horrible, hasn't it? I'm yeah. hoping for let's hope for a better year. There's there's vaccines out there and life will slowly return to normal. Let's hope. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll do some photo shoots. But before we go um every year we start the year with three weeks of watching films because we've got the rule we only watch films that are five years or older so each january a whole new batch of films are uh, uh, eligible available yeah Yeah. so Mm. we each pick a film each and we watch those for the first three weeks Mm. so who hosted last week it was me so it will be chris chris what is your choice for
2: 2016 films
1: uh, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Ooh,
2: big guns. Wow. Starting with a big one. Starting with a big one, okay. Guns.
0: Yeah. I mean, we are at the stage now where that is a film we've discussed in this podcast because
1: mm.
0: we're almost five years in now, because I remember talking about that at the very start. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you'll know my thoughts on that if you tuned in back then.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex. I, that might be a controversial episode, I think, that episode. Well, it definitely will be because... Yeah, okay. Yeah, everyone, everyone's it. insane. Yeah. But
0: yeah. Sure. Uh, Alex, what's your choice for? <sighs> oh.
2: I had two things at the top of my. I've done four choices. I've got two things at the top. It's either that I go with the thing that I, I want to watch or, or that go one. with the th- Okay, Shin Godzilla. Oh, right, okay. That's all right. That's
0: my choice, but we'll go with it.
2: That's fine. Yeah, good. Okay, because yeah. I, re- I never saw it. Wow. And I really wanted to see it. And uh, I know, I think, again, I think I remember you talking about it and you yeah. y- you said it's not perfect, but um, I love Godzilla. Yeah, see, I want I want that, yeah. So that's what I'm picking. The so, triumphant
0: return of Godzilla after yeah. many years away. I was in Tokyo when that came out and they were not yeah. showing it with we English subtitles anywhere, so I couldn't see it, which was, well,
2: it was so close yet so far. Couldn't learn Japanese quick enough. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Right. Well, in that case, my choice is going to have to be The Fifth Wave. Oh. Has anybody uh, seen this film? No.
2: I don't think I thought someone was going to no. pick my second choice. That's interesting. Oh, what was that? Uh Midnight Special. Mm. Um What's that? I not Uh it's the one it was huge at the time. It's uh It's heavily
1: promoted, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was it was very it was I thought it's a bit like one I it's I'm, it's about uh their family are on the run because their child char- their their son has like special powers. Mm, it was very much of the like um Michael like Shannon. the kind of yeah Michael Shannon. It's very much like nostalgia Spielberg nostalgia. That's it's a I bit heard.
1: like um um Super Eight sort of vibe. Yeah, okay.
0: Super Eight. But well, anyway, we're not watching that. We're watching Fifth Wave, okay. um, which I had not heard of. neither have you heard that film. No, no. It's a big blockbuster film. It's about um, the the Earth has been destroyed by four massive waves, I think caused by an alien ship, like a. Yeah, colossal alien space should be circling Earth, mm-hmm. called the others, and it, it unleashes these massive waves, mega tsunamis that destroy the Earth. Mm-hmm. Right. Nearly all of Earth is gone except for the last bit, and they're expecting the fifth wave to hit. Mm. And uh, Who, it's in a it? Sorry? Who's in it? Chloe Grace Moretz is the main star in it. Um, oh. you know, um yeah, you just yeah. go to the yeah, Himalayas
1: though won't the water go around you
0: I don't know we'll have to find out, but anyway, it was a a <laughs> box office success, really? and it looked like a big budget thing, and I'd never heard of it or seen it before, and so I thought, well no. again, that's uh did that yeah. come out in England
2: how do we how have none of us heard of this?
0: It looks a little bit b movie to me it does it made a lot of money though off its mm. fifty four million budget, not a lot of money one hundred and ten million dollar box office, not a lot of
1: money at all actually okay. but still it was so it's a smaller you know, end, yeah. It. well that's a good mix up of things isn't and it and it. it's got that classic sort of alien spaceship like you know Los, Los Angeles whatever it's called you know the Los you yes. know they were doing like a load of films where they use the same spaceship yeah right? yeah. It, it just looked like a very 90s blockbuster to me yes, made in the
0: yeah. 2010s so I thought let's mm-hmm. give that a go mm-hmm. cool so we've got Rogue One Shin Godzilla and The Fifth Wave to be our first mm-hmm. three weeks for next year so look forward to that
2: mm-hmm. any
0: final thoughts for 2020 before we
2: no kick, kick like you say we, we're, we're all glad we got through it uh, relatively healthy you yeah. know relatively employed mm. relatively sane well done us I hope yeah. we helped like you said I hope we helped some people I hope some people listened Yeah, and, and thank you co-hosts it's been a great yeah. help having this to look forward to yeah. every, every couple Indeed. of weeks yeah, nice yeah, yeah. on this, so. I agree yeah definitely big things to come next year who knows what will be next exactly we're gonna maybe we'll be oh, we're already interviewed aren't we on that project? that
0: I'm, yeah yeah we are now yeah. being deleted and you can't get that interview anymore oh <laughs> so really? I wish I'd saved it but never mind why oh, has it been deleted the whole feed's gone she must have had no success and has closed the oh, whole thing down but uh, yeah you can't get I think
2: I've got it I think I've got it on my iTunes so I could email it to you yes if you don't delete it try and keep it and get it out and put it in our archive of stuff yeah, so, yeah. okay alright I will fantastic
0: brilliant well thank you happy new year to everybody here's to a good 2021 20- and we'll see you next week for Rogue One a Star Wars Story cheerio everybody see you. Oh! bye Bye. Bye.